EO Fire 1174. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days? Visit thefreedomjournal.com and ignite. Hiring but not sure where to find the best candidates? With ZipRecruiter, you can find your perfect candidate today. Try ZipRecruiter for free. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Meet your new payroll and HR department. Let Paycor manage the stress of payroll processing and tax filing so you can focus on your business. Visit Paycor.com slash fire to get started today. Light that spark, Fire Nation. JLD here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Adam Braun. Adam, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am. Yes. Adam is a New York Times bestselling author and the founder of Pencils of Promise, an award-winning organization that has built more than 300 schools around the world for children in need. Adam, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse in your personal life. Sure. Um, well, you know, my my personal life uh, is one in which I'm very happily married. <laughs> uh, <laughs> met my, my amazing wife about four years ago, got married uh, about a year and a half ago. Uh, but I'm somebody who's incredibly driven by a sense of purpose. Um, I think a lot of people have, have passion, but the ultimate manifestation of that is is when you genuinely feel like you are in this existence to uh, accomplish a certain goal. Um, and so I've always been uh, driven by the kind of seeking of that sense of personal purpose. And then once it's discovered, bringing it to life. And, you know, since I was 21, um, just had a series of life-changing experiences that led me to become incredibly committed towards uh, the value of education as uh, really a lever to um, elevate human potential. And so uh, in founding Pencils of Promise, uh, that was probably the most powerful way in which I've been able to do it. But there's some exciting things ahead as well. I will definitely say this, Adam, that Fire Nation knows that we are on a killer 33-day journey right now where we're taking past guests like yourself that were just rock stars and are doing amazing things. And we're bringing them back on to talk about the power of that, of setting goals, of accomplishing goals. And so, Fire Nation, if you're recognizing Adam's voice, it's because it's because he was episode 513 of EO Fire. I mean, Adam, can you believe that was over 600 episodes ago, my friend? That's insane. And, and truthfully, <laughs> it's not insane for me, but it is insane to think about how much content you are producing <laughs> that, you know, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. It's like, you know, John and I had that chat uh, yeah. a year and a half or so, but... I mean, hats off to you for just serving your audience so um, wholeheartedly and, you know, the level of commitment to bringing them great value, I I think is a testament to the success that you've seen thus far. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I was actually stoked that we had that great talk, you know, a year and a half ago, but then we got to meet in person in Las Vegas at a great event called Thrive in late 2015. So it was great hanging out with you and just kind of getting to chat it up as a couple of guys and just have some fun there. But, you know, one thing I do want to point back to, Adam, is on episode 513, I mean, you really did plant a seed with me. You know, whether you know it or not, um, you've done this with hundreds and thousands and and potentially now hundreds of thousands of people. You know, you just plant seeds. And for me, I was so connected because, 
Um, back in 2007, after my four years as an active duty officer in the U.S. Army, you know, I decided to take a little bit of a break. So I went to Lago de Atalan and Panajachel, uh-huh. Guatemala, and I spent four months, and I lived in this beautiful city, uh, beautiful town on the lake, and I was actually part of some great organizations where we were, you know, just fixing schools up and like helping out here and doing some different things there. But, you know, it just didn't seem like I was doing enough because I was kind of there just having fun and I wasn't really kind of like sinking my teeth into it. So I kind of left there with, you know, a little bit like, hmm, I just wish I could feel like there was more that was done. And then, you know, fast forward having our conversation, I said, there definitely is more that I can do. And, and, and I love what Adam's doing and it's the 300 plus schools and growing um, that you've, you know, are now responsible for through Pencils of Promise that are being developed, you know, is just amazing. And I'm honored that, you know, in 2015, I personally wrote a check for $25,000 to, I just got an email actually, Adam, from Susie of, of the school mm. in Ghana that's being built, which I'm yep. so excited about. It's just, it's, yeah. it's so you. cool to see the picture of the people that we're actually going to be helping. And so when I set off on my journey with the Freedom Journal, you were one of the first people that came to mind because I said, you know, I don't just want this to become like another EO Fire revenue stream. That's not the point. Like, I want it to be significant. So I reached out to you and I said, Adam, like, I want to partner up with an amazing company that I really believe in, who I believe in the founder and what they're doing, and I want to go big. Like, I'm really looking to to go big with the Freedom Journal and this Kickstarter campaign. And every single time that we hit a funding level, I am personally writing a check on behalf of you, Fire Nation, who's going to be contributing to build another school in a developing country um, through Pencils of Promise. Again, an incredible organization. So, Adam, can you kind of talk a little bit about, you know, what, you know, you and I have kind of gone back and forth a little bit on this and, you know, just what you're seeing out there in the world of people like me and like Lewis Howes and like Pat Flynn who are just really stepping up and saying, you know what, we found success in this entrepreneurship world, but now we want to move into significance. Yeah, I mean, so... One, thank you again for just the tremendous generosity that yeah. you displayed to you know, us. But truthfully, I think um, what I've seen happen is this incredible ripple effect from people like, whether it's you or Lewis Howes or Ramit Sethi or uh, Pat Flynn, just a, a handful of these people that are Marie Forleo that are uh, not only kind of leading um, in their own generosity, and uh, all of you guys have you know, funded one or multiple schools for, for many of you guys. Uh, but creating this um, example for your listeners, for your audience to really follow. And what I've seen um, is that while you're attaining tremendous levels of business success, oftentimes uh, individuals, whether it's you know some of you guys or, or you know any individual, and I certainly experienced this on on a personal level as well. Uh, the money goes uh, you know far. It, it it brings a lot of value yeah. into our lives. It allows us to support our families to you know, sometimes get material possessions that can be meaningful. Uh, and also there's a, a feeling of accomplishment, you know, of satisfaction associated with reaching a certain level of financial independence. Uh, but ultimately, that doesn't fully satisfy that craving that we all have internally to be part of a broader whole and to create a legacy. Uh, and, you know, there's a, a book um, by the journalist David Brooks on uh, the road to character. And I really love how he frames it that you know, people need to be thinking about uh, what goes on their obituary more so than what goes on their resume. Ooh. And you know, when you really start to think, what's gonna what's gonna be in my obituary? It's it's not necessarily gonna be you know these kind of small accomplishments that we have in our career that at the time feel really meaningful. Ultimately, it's really gonna be about the legacy of the life that we've lived and the way that it impacted others in ways beyond just 
you know, the ways that we could count. And uh, that's where philanthropy and effective service uh, comes into play. And I think kind of the, the middle ground is what I call the, the for purpose sector, um, which is kind of this intersection of nonprofits and for profits where for profits and, you know, income generating uh, uh, ventures that people are taking on are finding ways to partner with effective philanthropy or nonprofits whether it's a one-for-one model or I think what you're doing at the Freedom Journal is a perfect example to say, look, guys, every time we hit this milestone, not only are we going to kind of add value to your life by giving you access to this incredible um, product that, you know, you were kind enough to send to me in advance. And before we you know, started this podcast, I was raving about and you had to stop me <laughs> so that we could get into the, the I was like, podcast. oh, Adam, go on. But no, seriously, yeah. don't. <laughs> Um, and then on the other side, uh, I think kind of one of the unique things that, that I've brought to the um, nonprofit sector is a real sense of business acumen and that, you know, the only way that nonprofits are going to thrive is by holding themselves accountable to the same standards that for-profits do from a set of transparency and accountability. And, you know, a perfect example is most of the time that people donate to an organization, you know, you get your tax deductible receipt and maybe that's it and you don't really hear from them again. And, you know, you get a, a picture of a sad kid uh, at the end of the right. year asking for more money. And uh, it, it's really gratifying for me to hear uh, the feedback. Hey, look, you know, I built uh, this school and now I got the photos yeah. of the actual school. And, you know, you have a, a sense of connection to that actual community. And, and that's really what I think giving is all about. I mean, I got that email from Susie just yesterday, actually. And to see what the school is right now, which is based just a couple of pieces of wood with straw as like a really bad uh, roof to what it's going to be, because I've seen, you know, through Pencils of Promise, you can go there and you can see the schools that they create with $25,000 from, you know, soup to nuts from beginning to end was absolutely outstanding. So my heart is so warm knowing what is going to replace that. And, you know, the fact that I'm actually able to dedicate the plaque to my grandparents who are no longer yep. here, but, you know, have given me so much in this world as far as just mindset and hard work and all of that and love, you know, to mention. So it's just such a great gift. I mean, it, it literally brought tears in my, mother, my mother's eyes when I sent her those pictures oh, so and, and the dedication plaque of what it's going to be to her mother and her father. Um, as so their legacy, you know, their legacy, that word that you use that I love is going to continue on. Now that four purpose talk that you gave in Vegas, by the way, Adam was outstanding. It got Fire Nation a standing ovation of the entire room, just like, just, you know, went nuts. It was almost just kind of like a high school graduation. If they had had hats on, they would have thrown it in the air because they got it. They got the power of what it means to be for purpose. And, you know, it really, I do really appreciate you saying, you know, like that I'm setting an example for Fire Nation because I really do want to set an example for you, Fire Nation, but I also want to give you, Fire Nation, the direct opportunity to join us in this. So, you know, by pledging to this campaign that we're doing right now, not only are you giving yourself the gift of accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days, which is a huge gift you're giving yourself and you deserve yeah, it, Fire Nation. You deserve it, but you're also giving the gift of education to those less fortunate in these developing countries. And you're a part of that. You are an absolute part of that. So it means so much. And Adam, we could go on and we are going to circle back to a few more things throughout this interview, but I do kind of want to bring this to smart goals right now because you yep. are a person who just knows how to set goals and knows how to accomplish goals. And SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. Can you just choose one of those letters and break down why you think it's especially important for Fire Nation to focus on that when they're setting and accomplishing their own goals? Yeah, so, so the one that I wanted to focus on was M, measurable. Uh, I think having a measurable goal 
is one of the most important things that you could do when setting some type of aspirational idea out there. And, you know, the reasons are, are pretty kind of self-intuitive and, and plentiful. But I think that one of the things that we often do when we set goals is uh, we're kind of scared that if we don't actually reach them, that we're going to feel this enormous right. you know, sense of failure. And so what we do is we make them amorphous. We don't actually you know, kind of restrict what they are or what they're not, because we feel like, ah, if I don't get there, maybe I got close and there's no kind of obvious sense of failure. But from what I've seen, uh, it's that fear of failure that actually drives us. And, you know, as soon as you kind of create a bit of a a burning platform behind yourself, that's when you say, you know, something, I got to kick things into high gear. It's why marathons are so effective. It's why, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of people, I don't know the number, but millions of people have run marathons, yeah. I guarantee that. Oh, yeah. And every time that you talk to them about, you know, running the marathon, my sister-in-law just ran the New York City Marathon for uh, Pencils of Promise uh, yeah, this yeah. year. And uh, when I talked to her about it, she was like, kept on mentioning 26.2 miles. And there was something so definitive about that as the goal. And the whole training, if you think about how people train for marathons, is built around getting to a level of 26.2 miles. And when I think back to my goals within starting Pencils of Promise, it was very clear. I wanted to build one school. That was it. But the fact that I had this vision in my mind to build one school dedicated to my grandmother who um, was turning 80 at the time and is a Holocaust survivor. So I really wanted to honor her in a meaningful way. Uh, it, it, you know, captured all of the SMART that you just referenced. But the fact that it was measurable, I think, was something that gave me an ability to then work backwards and say, okay, if I want to end up with one school, then what is the cost for that school? Okay, if it's around $25,000, how do I get there? And back then I didn't have much money and my friends didn't. So we needed to crowdsource everything. And so that meant, okay, what can we anticipate per event? And you can start to really break down what is a very large aspirational idea into much smaller steps. But it starts with that measurement uh, to say, where do I want to end up? And then how do I kind of, you know, reverse triangulate how I'm going to end up there um, in the distance? So Adam, you started that story and maybe we should just continue it because I think it's such a powerful one about how you did set that goal. Can you kind of maybe get a little more specific going forward about the actual creation of, you know, what turned out to be the first school and has now turned into over 300? The measurable goal was build one school. I had spent a lot of time backpacking in my early 20s um, and really kind of living in rural communities all across the developing world. And so I had a sense of generally how much a school would cost. I thought it might be, you know, no more than $35,000, obviously depending on the size. Um, But I kind of realized right away, okay, well, I need to figure out um, the cost. And the best way for me to figure out the cost is to go to somebody who's done it before. And so I reached out, I just Googled and literally sent emails to anybody that I could that had done any type of education work in Laos, the country where I wanted to start. And, you know, there was a lot of naysayers. I mean, the majority of people either didn't respond to me or they said, uh, probably not a good idea for you to try and work here. It's a very challenging environment. Uh, you should maybe try and start somewhere a little bit, you know, uh, less impoverished um, and uh, kind of turned me away. But, I, you know, this comes back to uh, the other components of, you know, I think kind of entrepreneurship and developing a goal is you have to be relentless, right? I mean, you, you have to be willing to take no 99 times to get to that one yes. And that's how I was and certainly am now. And so, uh, fortunately, I finally found an organization that had built about, I think, 20 schools over maybe a decade in rural Laos primary schools. And uh, the founders were based just outside of New York City, where 
uh, I was living and um, still live. And so I kind of hounded them and asked to meet with them and met with them. And then I asked for a copy of a budget for a school. And they were willing to send that over to me. So suddenly I had a couple Excel budgets that really broke it down, literally, to the cost of the nails and the rhubarb and the scrap wood. So <laughs> suddenly I thought, okay, uh, why don't I bring this to life for my potential donors? And so the next uh, event that we did the f- that, that fall, we did a, a white party for the first time. And, you know, everyone got dressed up in white for the spring. And the way that we sold tickets, which, again, you know, just comes back to the idea of um, pushing forward transparency, was uh, we let people for that event literally decide whatever they wanted to pay. Uh, It was a five-hour open bar party. And uh, we said, you can pay $30, $40, whatever you want, uh, you know, 100 plus, but we're going to let you know what that's going to impact. And I took from the budget and it's, you know, $30 buys whatever it was, you know, uh, six stacks of spare wood, $40 provides uh, X many books in a classroom. $50 would provide uh, the rhubarb for three walls. And, you know, people opted in for whatever they felt like was appropriate, but 800 people bought tickets to that event. Wow. And uh, that was a huge kind of early income generator for us. And once we, you know, had enough of the capital uh, to fund that first school, then uh, we moved forward and developed a partnership with the local education ministry. And I uh, went out to Laos and spent four months in Southeast Asia working on the ground with um, the original community, uh, kind of learning as I could from other NGOs. And uh, as soon as that you know, first school was built, then the aspirations grew. And I found a second community. And pretty quickly, I thought, what if we get 10 schools? But again, it was always measurable. And then from 10 to 50, and then from 50 to 100. And then from there, you know, obviously, it continued to scale. But it's always been about having a measurable goal that seems incredibly ambitious, but to use the next letter, attainable, right? And, you know, ambitious and wild and impossible to everybody else, but to me in my heart of hearts, attainable. Um, and we just kind of progressed from there to, to get to the place that we're at now with the help of great people like yourself and, you know, I'm sure hopefully many of the listeners out there. What a story, Fire Nation. And I'm going to ask the question that I know you all are thinking right now. So, Adam, what was the open bar tab for 800 people in five hours? <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, to, to you know, kind of extend into the next level of what I would teach people when it comes to entrepreneurship and leadership is uh, you have to surround yourself with people that can take on the things that um, you are not uniquely positioned to be extraordinary at. And uh, in the early days, uh, our um, founding COO, um, really my right hand was a, a um, young woman named Mimi. And I was actually, believe it or not, in Southeast Asia when they did this white party. So I was kind of building the the kind of back end of the ticket sales process, um, but I wasn't even at that event. And so uh, she ran it with a volunteer team. You know, we we're all volunteers back then. And uh, I don't know what the total bar tap was, <laughs> but um, I know we netted pretty positively on the event. Awesome. Well, Fire Nation, we are about to enter the Freedom Round. We're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. As an entrepreneur, the last thing you want to worry about is getting fined by the IRS. Yet 40% of small businesses incur tax penalties every year due to payroll processing mistakes. You don't have to manage payroll and taxes alone. Paycor offers award-winning services from your first pay run to your next hire to tax time preparation, putting all your compliance fears to rest. Paycor's intuitive payroll and HR software is simple to manage and easy to use. With Paycor, you can avoid hefty IRS fines 
disgruntled employees, and save significant amounts of time that can be better spent focusing on your business. Serving more than 29,000 small and medium-sized organizations, Paycor is known for delivering amazing client experiences combined with modern and intuitive HR and payroll solutions. You didn't start your company to do payroll. Let Paycor take care of the details so you can focus on the day-to-day and doing what you love. Visit paycor.com slash fire to get started. That's P-A-Y-C-O-R dot com slash fire. Building a strong team is a huge part of growing your business. As an entrepreneur, I can tell you that your business is only as good as the people you hire to help support it. But it's nearly impossible to find qualified candidates. You know, the ones who are going to be as dedicated to your business as you are. After all, there are only so many hours in a day. But posting your job in just one place isn't enough to find those quality candidates. Thanks to ZipRecruiter.com, you don't have to sweat it. ZipRecruiter allows you to post to 100 plus job sites with one single click. Once you've posted, you'll be instantly matched to candidates from over 6 million resumes. Just post once and within 24 hours, watch your candidates roll in ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. Try ZipRecruiter to get your perfect candidate before they go to someone else. Today, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Adam, are you prepared for the freedom rounds? Yes, I am. <laughs> Why do you feel that most entrepreneurs fail to set SMART goals? I think most entrepreneurs fail to set SMART goals because they lack the knowledge that comes from starting things previously and how difficult it can be. Uh, and they don't have the structure laid out for them. You know, it's, it's just there isn't a lot of education out there that's good education on how to be a successful entrepreneur. And I think that's where the Freedom Journal is so incredibly valuable as you've laid it out perfectly. What is one action that you take every single day, Adam, that brings you closer to your current goals? One action that I take every single day that brings me closer to my current goals is that I uh, essentially make out a, a short list of what are the biggest things that are going to move me towards those goals. You know, we all have smart, medium, and kind of big, daunting tasks that'll move us towards our goals. Usually the, the big ones are the scary ones that we delay, but uh, I try and tackle those first, and then the rest of the day uh, actually becomes a lot easier. So besides the Freedom Journal, is there a book that you've read in the past that will help Fire Nation in their journey to setting and accomplishing goals? So, you know, I always come back to um, purpose. And uh, I think that, you know, part of uh, accomplishing your goals is, is first to begin with, I mean, defining the goal, right? In, in uh, my book, The Promise of a Pencil, it's framed with uh, 30 chapters, each is titled with a short mantra. And one of them is titled, A Goal Realized is a Goal Defined. And that's why, I, again, I, I think just these smart um, goals are just such a phenomenal layout. But uh, before you get into the actionable elements, you really under, need to kind of figure out, do that soul searching, have a, a set of experiences that enabled you to feel like you know exactly why you are attacking these goals. And the book that I would reference is Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Love that book. Now, Adam, I want to end today on fire with you sharing a parting piece of guidance for Fire Nation the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll yeah. say goodbye. Sure. So, you know, one of the things that I've realized is uh, those of us that are, you know, fortunate enough to have been entrepreneurs that have built things that have scaled, we have a tremendous amount of institutional knowledge that we'd love to share with others, but it's often challenging to do so. And one thing that I've seen is that a lot of people, whether they're really successful and now want to find a way to give back, whether they're college students, aspiring entrepreneurs, uh, there's this big desire to participate in creating and scaling high-impact nonprofits. 
And uh, having written uh, my book and getting the feedback from so many people, I consistently hear, you know, Adam, this is so inspiring. I'm, I'm excited. Can you chat with me for 30 minutes about how I can, you know, build or create or scale a high impact nonprofit? And many people serve on boards of organizations and there just isn't a definitive resource out there that will teach people how to do so. And so I decided to create one. Uh, and so, you know, as of uh, uh Essentially, you know, 2016, uh, anyone that's listening to this uh, hopefully can check out this course that, that I've created called The Nonprofit Playbook. It's at thenonprofitplaybook.com. Uh, and it will teach anybody everything that I've learned, starting from $25 to now the organization raising well over $25 million, uh, whether it's board development, you know, the early days mission statement. Uh, hopefully, it's a helpful resource to individuals. And uh, I think there's a couple core tenets of building a movement, whether nonprofit, for profit, for purpose, anything out there. And uh, just as a giveaway to your audience, John, I wanted to um, offer that, you know, just for free. There's a you know quick ebook that I created on the six steps to um, defining and scaling uh, a movement. Uh, and anyone can just text the word purpose, P-U-R-P-O-S-E, to the number four four two two two. So if you send purpose uh, to four four two two two. Uh, I'll be able to send you that um, quick ebook, and hopefully it's a value to you and your audience. And then uh, you asked also where people can find me. I'm on Twitter uh, at you know Adam Braun, my full name, and I blog, and you can watch speeches and hopefully get access to more content at adambraun.com. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with AB and JLD <laughs> today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Adam in the search bar. His first episode will pop up, episode 508. This episode will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Of course, definitely check out the nonprofitplaybook.com, and you can get some great information there. Take action right now, Fire Nation. Press the pause button. Text the word PURPOSE to 44222 to get that great ebook that Adam is giving away. And of course, adambraun.com is where you can find out all the awesomeness about what he has going on. And I want to thank you, Adam, for sharing your journey again with Fire Nation. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much, Chuck. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you're looking for an all-in-one podcasting solution, allow me to introduce podcast websites. Website hosting, audio hosting, support security backup, all in one. Visit podcastwebsites.com and schedule a call to learn more and ignite.